Hi, listeners. Welcome to VegHead Speaks. This is Robin. Today, I have a friend of mine joining me. Her name is Margo. Hi, Margo. Hi. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you <laughs> for asking. Yes. Well, I mean, it's taken us a while to kind of get this scheduled, but um, the reason I have Margo joining me is Margo took on the challenge of being plant-based, and so I'm eager to hear how it has gone for her. Because for many of you, if you're choosing to do this, we all have pitfalls and challenges and barriers and that sort of thing. So Margo was willing to kind of talk to me about it. And I'm hoping in hearing from her, it's another voice besides just hearing from me, you can maybe learn something and see how, how it's worked for her. So Margo, what brought you to even wanting to do a plant-based diet? So... Um Number one, probably, I know that uh, health is a concern and longevity. So both my mom and dad have struggled with health issues. Mm -hmm. And they're, my dad's going to be 82. My mom is 70, 71. Well, they've led pretty good lives. Yeah. yeah and, but I don't see that as where I want to start like falling apart. Oh, right. Okay. Right. I want to have a healthy life. I don't really want to be one of those people who spends their retirement in a hospital or in a doctor's office. Right. I agree. So, okay, I'll tell you the truth. I'm 52. <laughs> You're young. <laughs> but I can see where, you know, my body's changing and how I can eat. I, I can't eat certain things. Mm -hmm. um, and plant-based you know, I've seen both you and Dennis and, um, and, and the kids, mm -hmm. right. Um, especially Meredith makes yeah, it, my youngest. Yeah. yeah. Um, she actually does it very, uh, with ease. I noticed just in having dinner with her one night with your sister, Jill oh, okay. and Meredith, and she was just, you know, it was very easy for her. And, and it made me just start, like planted a little seed that's not too difficult right and um i think that when i uh when i'm by myself not in a relationship i'm married now for about i've been in a this really not like i've had many, <laughs> many <laughs> marriages but i'm on my second marriage and what i noticed before i naturally eat more greens uh-huh i would make like a broccoli soup that um, was basically broccoli pureed, you know, um, with chicken broth. Okay. But that would be one of the things that I would eat in a salad. Okay. So, and you were satisfied with and that. And I was satisfied. Yeah, I didn't okay. really yeah. need a lot of meat. I would rarely make meat. Mm -hmm. uh, so meat's the first step. Beef, definitely. I'm, you know, it's interesting. Uh, while doing the 30 days, because you started, so let's back up. So you, we've talked, we've talked a little yeah. bit about this, and Margot's part of my life. So, um, like I said, she's seen us go through this the last eight years. But so you, you decided to take it on, yeah. and you're going to give it a go. And um, so you, did you set the thirty days as your goal, or was it kind of just how it morphed no, into that? I so I had surgery, and I decided, you know, this is good good starting point because you can't really eat heavy after surgery. Mm -hmm. I had minor eye surgery, but you just want to have a very clean diet and not overtax your system. So I prepped beforehand vegetable soup, Okay, you know, with a vegetable broth. Uh, I garden, so I had lots of you, tomatoes. You have, a, you have a killer garden, yeah. With, yeah. Um, tomatoes and vegetables and things. So I had those there and I really made it a point and it was interesting um, what really uh, surprised me. So I got really excited because so many diets and programs say basically no grains. And so I, I did quinoa with mm -hmm. a lot of uh, vegetables. Uh, and quinoa is so great. It cooks fast. It's really fast. tastes good. Yeah. And... Yeah, and I even tried a veggie risotto. Oh, okay. And what I found is I really, really like a lot of mushrooms. Okay. Mushrooms are really hearty, and it makes you feel like you're having meat. It does. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. um, so 
I think that that was very satisfying. I like that. I started doing a lot of garlic pasta. Okay. So I like garlic. And the, the foundation of most of my cooking is garlic and onions. Okay. And yeah. olive oil. Well, for most people. Yeah. And olive okay. oil. And I don't do the olive oil, but I do the garlic and onions. I know you don't onions. do the yeah. olive oil. So that was a hard one. I was like, mm, you know what? But I gave myself a break. I'm like, okay, so I'm not Robin. It's okay. No, I, that, that's the whole point. It's, it's, it's about <laughs> so, your you journey, know, right? right? It's about so your journey. I did olive oil. And then, you know, um, it's kind of funny in our house. My husband actually, he loves meat, but he's not opposed to vegetables. So, you know, the big box of spinach Yes. At Costco. Yes. We could literally eat that whole box for dinner. Well, it does cook down to like nothing. It does. Right? Yeah. But I just think, <laughs> oh my goodness, that could be a family's meal. But Right. You know, so I did that. And what I would do um, when I'd make dinner is I'd make his thing and then separate everything. So okay. for his pasta, I would add Parmesan cheese for mine. It was just plain, yeah. plain or whatever. And, you know, I add enough basil and herbs and things and I have um, those readily available. So I didn't feel like I was missing out. Okay. What did it for me? <laughs> <laughs> when you like fell off the wagon, is that what you're saying? Okay. My, um, okay. So potatoes are dangerous for me. Okay. I, I find that because then, you know, you start rationalizing. If I can have a potato, I can have a French fry. Oh, oh, I see. You know, and, and, you know, potatoes are so great. It's just, but French frying, it does change the nutritional, you know, <laughs> right. um, the value of it for sure. Yeah. So, you know, so I, I see where you kind of start playing with yourself um, yeah. to compromise but a lamb chop. Really? So beef, yeah, rarely, but it's lamb. Yeah, I was thinking about it. That one I could probably have, you know, every so often, not on a regular basis, but there's something about lamb. Well, I mean, what do you think it is about this all or nothing um, way of looking at things? Because, I mean, for me, I've been doing it long enough. I have no desire to eat. Meat's not really a food group for me. Yeah. And, um, but I think for people that are easing into it, yeah, you know, we try as dietitians, which I'm not one yet, but we try to say it's a pattern of eating. Mm -hmm. And so if you're eating 95%, mm -hmm. if you're eating more vegetables and grains and fruits, that's awesome, right? Well, so, yeah. And the other thing is once, so I was in this really nice place because I was spending more time at home because I was recovering. And, well, then that's, what, and that's what I'm wondering. You're, you're off that yes, week, right? So, okay. And then I went back and I was meal prepping. Okay. So when you back to work, you, back you to were work, still able to right, manage that. Okay. Prepping. And as I told you, my home and my job are like minefields for anybody who wants to eat healthy. <laughs> they just are. Yeah, and yeah. I have... One employee, I literally had a dream that he and I were driving around looking for places to eat. And this is really kind of, you know, and he's like, well, don't blame me. <laughs> <laughs> he's all, you came that way. I excuse me. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's like he'll say, ooh, so-and-so uh, has this on the menu. And really? Mm. Or they just opened up a Korean barbecue place down the street. Yeah. yeah. And everybody's, oh, let's try it. But um, so, so uh, the food's a social thing too. Food is a social thing. Yeah. So finding uh, places to eat. So, you know, nuggets, great. Or, you know, local market. Well, so do good. you guys go eat it out together or do you usually get it and bring it back to the bring office? It back. Okay. So, so, I mean, you, so then you all eat together. And everybody eats together. Okay. And, okay. and you know, that's part of the camaraderie thing. And, uh, but everybody has different nutritional things going on. I have, I have a lot of people also who are very health conscious. Mm -hmm. So it kind of balances out, right. you know, and, but I say that there's, it's sort of like going to, I said, none of us would make it in Overeaters Anonymous because uh, we'd all, you know, end up going out on a binge together. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the group. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, so I guess, I mean, so it's kind of the fun of eating together, but it, couldn't you be all eating like really healthful foods mm -hmm. and still have the camaraderie or is that it's not the same? It's I not think the same. It's not the same. And it, part of it, I think also is an ethnic thing. So what okay. I was realizing too, you know, winter's coming up. Right. And I was stepson and he was sick. And, 
you know, me- I'm Mexican and, you know, we, I believe that soup cures everything. <laughs> it's pretty darn good. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> you know, soup will cure everything. And, um, you know, one of the things, bone broth, okay. you know, you take a shank and you make a soup out of it and it's really getting the marrow out of the bone and it's a really hearty soup, not like thick or anything, but it's a, there's something comforting about mm-hmm. it. And I started thinking about it and I was like, wow, you know, I didn't real realize how connected I was to certain foods. Okay. Like from an emotional perspective, uh-huh. but uh-huh. even a psychological perspective that, that sort of represented who I was even as a person, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, so you start looking at food differently. Well, no, I mean, food and culture are Mm -hmm. so interrelated. And then, I mean, from your ethnicity standpoint, for sure, but then in your own family culture. Well, right. So then I made him this bone broth. And of course, you know, he felt better afterwards. And, you know, and I realized, you know, we do use a lot of herbs and lime and anybody who's ever cooked with me, I probably will throw, you know, lime on a lot of different vegetables yeah. and things. The other one that came up, the lamb and butter. But um, butter's tough, yeah. Butter, I didn't realize uh, how much it was seeping in. Mm-hmm. So now I'm a little bit more. So that's where I was like, okay, um, if I make something, I'll you know, normally I'll choose olive oil over uh-huh. that. And I know you, you don't use all oil, but it's like, okay. And I try to use high grade mm-hmm. um, olive oil that we get at the farmer's market and everything so that I'm sure that it's California and, no, for sure. you yeah. know, really good quality. But, but isn't that, did that surprise you? Um, because that's what I don't think people realize is um, how much some of these things are in their diets that don't even know that's there. And I know when yes. I went plant-based, I was really surprised at um, how many things were m- m- that m- what milk was in it, you know? Yes. I mean, I was really shocked by that. I so, mean, you know, so the 30 days were great. I felt good. I felt lighter. I um, didn't feel inflamed. Okay. Um, so, and my allergies were better. Really? Yes. Okay. So... I've been living on the wild side now for a few weeks. <laughs> so, so, um, so, so I love to hear that, that you did feel better I and mean, you did, better. and you did see differences and, and you found it manageable. Yes. You, and you felt good doing it. Did yes. you, from, um, from a physical side, let me ask you about kind of your emotional side. Did you feel like you were nurturing yourself when you're doing cooking and taking better care of yourself with better meals. Did that feel any different to you? I don't know that I could distinguish that. Oh, okay. Um, I think I just felt better overall. Overall. Okay. Um, definitely, you know, when you feel lighter, I think your emotions are more, when you feel more balanced in general, you just feel more energetic. You don't feel lethargic. You don't feel tired. Like you have a food coma afterwards. Right. So, um, had an interesting experience so at work somebody brought in a box of cheetos mm-hmm. and i started eating not cheetos, what those little cheez-its cheez-its, cheez-its. yes my cheez-its. mother my mother loved cheez-its yes okay well they're very addictive yeah right mm-hmm. they have salt fat and and you know okay, all the things well, that you like yeah i ate probably about a cup full okay and then i started getting really nauseous really then i had a headache and I hadn't been really eating anything like that. Oh my goodness. I, my system just revolted. Really? So it's interesting because that it was more upset over that than anything else I've done. Wow. So now I'm wondering if I have like a analogy towards who knows what was in there, but obviously those are not something I should eat. No. And I think, um, it's interesting because your body is so adapted to heal itself yeah. to survive, right? And when you eat poor food, it's a constant assault on your body. And it's always trying to repair itself. And you gave it a chance to finally get back to what good felt like. Yeah. What, you know, feeling good. And it's like, oh, we're now actually really getting to do do what we want to do. We're not always having to repair after every meal, repair ourselves. I like to challenge my body. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, and I think that's great as long as you're young and as we age, you know, your body gets a little tired and worn out. So, um, but I, but I, I have read that, I mean, they've done studies where, you know, you'll feed these young, healthy men, this really high fat meal, and then they'll measure the pressure in their veins. And, the, and, the, and they know that the endothelial cells that are in there are basically damaged and then they repair themselves, you know? Wow. And so it's, it's pretty interesting stuff to read. I mean, if you ever yeah. want to really get into it, um, Dr. Esselstein talks about it a lot because he's done the studies um, called Will Esselstein, but, and he's all about heart disease. But so I know you did it for a while. You felt great, but then, but then you stopped. So what happened with the stopping part of it? So it's, it's not necessarily that I stopped. Okay. It's more that, I sort of, um, which is always a challenge, and I think this is for most women, prioritizing myself. Right. I needed to do things quickly. I needed to make dinner for my husband, and his aunt lives with us. Okay. So I have uh, two people in the house, and even though I probably work longer hours, I'm the one who ends up cooking. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if I leave it to them, they'll order Chinese or pizza. Oh, right. Right. So, um, so you cook, you come home so and cook. cook after a long day at work, you come home and cook. cook. And we know, we know that before you can cook, you typically at the grocery shop mm -hmm. or you're lucky you have a garden, you can go harvest something, something but sometimes. yeah, sometimes, but you know, even with the garden, if you've harvested it all, you, it's not, it's not there. Right. But so, you know, and, and I'm balancing things out. Like, um, I've started making canning, Oh, okay. And I'm doing a lot of sauces. Okay. Which I forgot. I was going to bring you some sauces. Okay. But uh, what I like about it is that um, that feels to me nurturing because I know exactly what's going in it. Mm -hmm. um, there is a little bit of salt, but it's not a lot. You know, it's it's of the better salts. Mm -hmm. I'm putting more herbs in it. Mm -hmm. And I know exactly what's going in. Right. Yeah. So... I, for example, made a pasta sauce and my husband wanted meatballs. So I just went and bought the frozen kind and put those in, you know, fried the, actually just browned them, not really fried them. Yeah. There's enough grease in them. There's things. enough grease in them. Yeah. You know, just browned them. And then I added my sauce to it and I was like, wow, this is really incredible because there wasn't a lot of salt, but there was so much flavor. Yeah. I mean, spices time. make such a huge difference. People just yeah. rely on salt, but I mean, real spices make a big difference. Like, more herbs, I think. Yeah, herbs. Yeah, herbs. Yeah. You know, and like, um, I use fresh oregano, so I have fresh oregano. Oh, okay. You, you don't realize how um, aromatic certain mm -hmm. herbs are, and just what they do for a dish. Right. Even opposed to dry ones. Right. I'd agree with that. So yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to greenhouse this all that <laughs> that's a whole other thing but yeah it's interesting so um when my husband's not around and he works at it he works and he travels sometimes so when he's not around I, it's very easy easy right easy to you know just have my cereal with you know my almond milk and just try and figure things out have a salad opposed to I think um, the bigger challenge is when you are on the go or if you have to travel, mm -hmm. where to get your food. And, you know, I, I did see where you took along a loaf of bread and different things. So nuts, you know, after a while get a little heavy on my, on my, on my <clears> Right. And they're just sometimes not as filling. I agree. Uh, um, you know, we when we travel, uh, Whole Foods has mm -hmm. a pretty good, you know, you can find stuff that's vegan. It's not always low oil. Yeah. But um, it's, so you know, what, you, so that's more what I'd like to know. And I, I, what's the opposition to like olive oil? Because, you know, we've read so many things about olive oil being good. You know, you have a Mediterranean diet, mm -hmm. all these people, you know, who are live in the Mediterranean live until they're 2000 years old. <laughs> yeah, I think. So do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Okay. So kind of the thing about that is, the version of Mediterranean diet as we know it is the American version of it. Okay. So if you, and there's really, there's some new stuff out about it because it's been really looked at and studied a lot. Um, 
if you look at how they live their lives and how they really do eat the Mediterranean diet, you know, their lifestyle is a couple things. They, they eat, they do use olive oil, but a lot less. Okay. Okay. And they don't eat a lot of meat. Okay. They eat very little meat, if at all. So they have a lot of meatless days. They're not big cheese eaters. Even okay. though we've been told feta is like practically in everything. Yeah. Right? Okay. okay. And, and they eat just a whole heck of a lot of whole grains, a lot of the plant-based stuff. Interesting. And they walk and they move, they garden, they, they, they're not sitting in front of a, a screen or driving their cars. They walk to their village or, you know, that sort of thing. And people think we move a lot, but we, we don't, don't. No. I mean, but we don't. And okay. so, Yes, the foods that they're suggesting, um, especially, and they, and they just focus on olive oil, okay? And that's my big thing. It's like, there's a lot to the Mediterranean diet, okay? You know, yeah, if it, if it, if it takes olive oil to get you to eat your more vegetables, then do it, okay? okay? But, I mean, you don't need to be eating that as a conscious choice, is my okay. point, to be healthy. So it's like, okay, I really want to eat all these greens and these veggies, and it tastes better to me with a little bit of olive oil and some garlic. Okay, but do you need to then put olive oil on top of it? To no. You don't, okay? So what I do in my household is, you know, try to make everything as efficient as possible. So I go to Costco, and they have these big bags of garlic. Mm-hmm. And I just put them in the food processor and to keep them garlic basically from going bad. Right. I add olive oil in there. So uh, okay. if I start something, I take a big scoop and believe me, there are no, going to be no vampires in my house. Yeah. <laughs> and put it in. Yeah. <laughs> and I put it in that way, but that's generally the start of it. And then add, you know, like I said, spinach. And my husband's really good about that. He'll, he's good with roasted beets and, um, potatoes and so it, he's not a real barrier to you eating this way some t well but he also really wants to have beef oh okay so so and meals not a meal unless he has a, a yes, an animal source an, okay and he's very you know he's open we've done a few meatless monday mm -hmm. kind of things and where i've really like the pasta i do the garlic pasta where i do olive oil and garlic and i add some red chili peppers okay and then not you know like chili flakes and i put tons of vegetables and then once the pasta is done i just toss it all together oh, right and so it has a lot of flavor because of all the garlic mm -hmm. and i've i let and the, a little bit of a spice from the chili yeah. right and i let all before i even put any vegetables in I let the garlic kind of brown so it's crispy mm -hmm. almost. And so a lot like the nutritional yeast, mm -hmm. but that flavor comes through. And so those are really satisfying meals to him. Okay. Because they have a lot of different things. But on those, I tend, like I said, I've been using a lot of mushrooms. Yeah. I use mushrooms a lot too. Because it does have that sort of texture. There's something about it that's very satisfying. Mm -hmm. um, and there's so many different types. There's so many different yeah. types. You know, we do, um, one of our favorite things is portobello mushroom with teriyaki sauce mm -hmm. and then grill it. Right. And those, you know. And it has that same, I mean, texture as meat sort of. I don't even like it. I know a lot of people. Think know, that? Yeah. I'm like, it's so much better. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I agree. You know. I do. Honestly, because. Yeah, I, I I think that that's where one of the changes is that I found a new appreciation of where mushrooms can come in place and then, um, you know, how I can incorporate things. Yeah. And, you know, even for your husband, um, if you do it the Chinese way, like in rural China, where they had a very small piece of meat, Yeah. okay, and they used the flavor, but the majority of their meal would be plant-based because it was an, an, um, an affordability thing, right? Right. And so if, so, you know, the problem, one of the problems we have in, in the U.S. is we have like a slab of beef on our plate, oh, right? Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're getting, and, and they think it's because they need protein. Well, you're getting your daily requirement of protein in one one meal 
Okay. Right. And I guarantee you probably had a turkey sandwich and you probably ate cheese and you probably had some, so you're getting more protein along the way than you actually need. And so, so cheese is his other one though. He yeah. really loves cheese and he likes things like cheese enchiladas and things like that. Um, now beans, I really enjoy beans. Mm -hmm. uh, I can have them any kind of way. Uh, and that's good. I, I like the bean and rice combination. I also enjoy making fresh salsa and putting in okay. on beans. And now, will he we eat that as well or no? Uh, he wants something with that. With that, that yeah. Seems satisfying. In okay. It. So that's where enchiladas or something might come in. Mm -hmm. uh, his aunt and I um, will eat that, no problem. Right. You know, she and I even even like one of the places that I did find I could eat was Chipotle. You can, you can get it. I mean, I, if I'm traveling, that's one of the places we'll stop. Yeah. Cause um, it's brown rice you, and the, the black beans. Okay. Yeah. So I went for pinto. So why okay. would you choose black over? Pinto? Um, because well, unless they've changed the recipe and they may have, um, before they, they, they meet in the pinto and they may have changed them. Okay. Cause I or did. They, or maybe they used a, a, a chicken broth. I mean, so they, I haven't eaten it for quite some time. Okay. They may have changed it. And yeah. maybe not, but I know that they have their soy Fritos too. They do, yeah. They're pretty spicy, I think, aren't they? I don't really like soy too much okay. in my system. I was a heavy soy user, mm -hmm. and I've kind of backed off of mm -hmm. that just because of all the other things that I found out. And then um, just concerns about um, just pesticide, just everything. With right. Soy. So I backed off of soy products. Now, I had not told my husband for the last three or four years that he's been eating um, chorizo that was actually made uh, from soy. <laughs> made from soy. <laughs> well, you know, I think that brings up an interesting. I think that brings up an interesting point that you know people get so set and they think they know what they like. Yes. Okay, and you know, oh, I can't eat it any other way. I have to eat it this way. It's how I've always eaten it. And, and sometimes when you don't tell them they don't know, I mean, it's a lot with my children. Yeah. Right. I mean, before even we went plant-based, it's like, that's how you get kids to eat vegetables. I mean, stick them in there. you kind of stick them in and you just don't make a big deal of it and they start eating it and, and it's fine. And so I think it's, you kind of have to <laughs> treat your husband's like, our husband's <laughs> like our kids a little bit, trick them a little bit, but, um, so I made stuffed mushrooms too with a lot of different things in there. Yeah. Um, and then you gave me the, I, because cheese was sort of missing from it. I thought, okay, this is where the nutritional yeast would have. Did that help? I didn't have it at the time. Okay. That yeah. came later as a suggestion, but yeah, like the, I think that was funny. Like the, um, the soy chorizo or I forget what they call it. Yeah. That's what they call it. Yeah. But anyway, it's funny because he didn't know. And the other one would really upset my stomach. Right. And I'm finding out too, like, I don't do really well with eggs. I, my whole body is like <laughs> changing, changing. Yeah. And I think rejecting things now. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I think that that might happen. Well, maybe and... I've reached the maximum toxicity. level. <laughs> <laughs> so going forward, um, do you think you'll kind of keep playing around with it or you make yes. changes here and there and, and just, you like you're doing or yes. Um, one of the things is that, um, yes, yes. And yes. So shopping is an issue sometimes for me. Okay. Just being able to get there. Um, I found some things that made me didn't feel like made me feel like I was missing out. Okay. I did my own, uh, the other thing I like too is like sashimi. Oh, okay. Tuna. Uh huh. Um, that would be something that normally, um, like I could, if I would prefer that over a piece of, of beef. Oh, okay. Anytime. Okay. Uh, I'm not a seafood eater. Uh, I'm allergic to it. Okay. So I have a lot of food allergies when, yeah. I, when I really think about it. And now with the whole, like the thing with the Cheez-Its and getting so sick, yeah. I really got sick. Yeah. And it didn't take long. No, it didn't sound like it. Yeah. I, my note, I got really congested. I felt like I was getting a migraine and that after was it. that, it was no good. Wow. The other thing 
initially with the plant base, um, I found we talked, let's since we're on the poop talk it yeah. topic, everything was very, everything moved very well. regularly. I mean, don't you find you don't spend hardly any time in the bathroom at all? That was true. Yeah. And, it's like, uh, it's great, isn't it? It is really yeah. great. And, uh, you know, I am slightly vain. So I like the feeling on my skin as well. Okay. So, you know, just kind of little things. And uh, I, I just think like, like I said, I felt like my body was just cleaner. Yeah. You know, I just recently saw someone who, um, it was really pretty good. Her, she's been trying this now for a while and has lost some weight, which wasn't the goal. The goal was to bring her diabetic numbers down mm -hmm. and she has, but when I saw her, her skin yeah. looks so phenomenal. I was, you know, I was really surprised. I think I was sleeping better too. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's so many, I mean, these are all things that there's so, so many benefits, which I just think that it's such a wonderful thing. Why wouldn't people want to so do this? And, and right. Even like I did find in like the frozen section, because sometimes that becomes an issue. Do I have enough vegetables at home? Do I need to shop? Right. Every yeah. Day? So I found like some, and I started reading all the labels of what was actually mm -hmm. in them. And, you know, um, food companies are getting wiser. Oh, they're really starting to meet the need. Right. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, so there, there was a lot of like black eyed peas kind mm -hmm. of was different things. Some things had little things, you know, some of them still have a lot of cheese sauce. You got to mm -hmm. watch for those. But, and I started looking for the milk. Mm -hmm. And I've always... I, in my entire life, have never been able to process dairy. Yeah. My mom gave me goat milk really? as a yeah. baby. Yeah. Um, well, and isn't it, did it surprise you that it's in so many things? Yes. Yes. I mean, that was a real shocker for me. And, um, yeah, and, and, and I felt the best. I started feeling, I cut that out um, and started feeling the best ever. With allergies, uh, yeah. especially, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. allergies are a big thing, and I don't know that, yeah, we're getting attacked from a lot of different angles yeah. for air and No, everything. I know. The world's a changing place. And, you know, the thing, going plant-based for me was definitely a health issue. I mean, I wanted to be healthier, but staying plant-based has been easy because I feel so good. But secondly, because I feel it's so much better for our environment. Yeah. You know, I mean, that whole sustainability thing kind of makes it a nice little well, bonus. You, well, you look at, yes, the balance of things mm -hmm. and what we think we need versus, and you're right. And, you know, we're in the United States and we have so much of everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I knew that part of my eating issues, I think, a lot of this stems from like eating issues that my mom lived through a period of time in her life when she was very young where they really didn't have food, mm -hmm. literally didn't have, have food. enough food. Right. And, you know, I grew up actually in a really healthy household. We would have a salad, a starch, okay. a vegetable. Yeah. That's kind of how women learn to cook back and then. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's what every night we yeah. had that we never had um candy um readily available in our home we always had a bowl of fruit which is also a very mexican kind of thing okay you, know, you always have fruit um uh, you know my grandfather had an orange every night before he went to bed it was just kind of like his thing his yeah. thing and he felt that that kept him healthy you know my uh, we didn't dr grow up drinking sugary drinks or any of those things but I could see as we opened ourselves up to the world, both myself and my brothers struggled with too many choices. Oh, right, right. You know, um, you get out in the world and there's all these things that you discover that we never had. We didn't even really have potato chips very often. Yeah, it sounds very similar to how I grew up because it was an affordability issue. Possibly, yeah, yeah, probably. For, for my family it was, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, we always had wheat bread. Yeah. You know, once in a while we'd go to my grandmother's, but she made tortillas, so we would eat those. So there was never, you know, white bread was really kind of foreign. Yeah. But, well, you know, you, you bring up um, your ethnicity and in the Hispanic population, diabetes is a huge issue. Huge Everybody. Issue. And, you yeah. know, um, 
it's, it's so challenging. Just like I said, so I think that like for my mom and everybody I know, food equals love. Right. That's and, true for many cultures. Yeah. Right. So that's how you demonstrate love. And then, you know, my dad talked about some of the food choices, like um, my aunt died from the complications from heart disease and being a diabetic. My uncle was a diabetic and he died, you know, he had a leg amputated. Um, my mom ha is a diabetic and she smokes. Almost all these people also smoked. Hmm. Yeah. That's one of the, giving smoking up is a pretty big deal. It's a huge deal. My dad smokes, um, <clears throat> you know, my, uh, younger brother, he is really very, he watches his weight very carefully. My youngest brother has really changed his life. You know, mm -hmm. like he doesn't go completely plant-based, but he's limited himself to just chicken okay, and fish. Okay. And um, he used to be a big barbecuer kind of guy. And his lunch now is um, a big tortilla with, you know, um, hummus and lots of vegetables. Yeah. And he, he's like, I can eat a ton of vegetables or I can eat this. No, it, it's so true. I and mean, so he would rather eat the vegetables and he's probably lost like 30 or 40 pounds, but he was motivated to bring down his blood pressure. Right. And he's not a diabetic, but motivated by that. And, um, and has he, he has. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome. been, been really great. It's interesting. Cause they both, um, I probably shouldn't say anything, but, you know, they both had some challenges with blood pressure mm -hmm. at any point. Um, it's not uncommon. Yeah. But it's not really uncommon young. at all. Okay. Yeah. I'm on the other end. Okay. Really? <laughs> yeah. I've always had really low blood pressure. Yeah. But yeah. And so I look at it and I'm, my dad one time was observing my mom and her brother and her sister eating and they were eating, um, chicharrones which are basically the fat of the the pig oh okay yeah deep fried okay yeah and they they're these type that aren't really crispy but they're kind of meaty and my dad said it was like watching people play russian roulette oh really? as they were yeah. eating he's like whose arteries are going to clog up first no it's it's so true and you know and we laugh about it and it's it's interesting because everybody is pretty smart now about knowing what's right and yes. wrong yet we ignore it. And, you know, it's so funny. I went down, I'm like, if my mind can be conditioned to eat whatever, why can't I condition my mind to say these things are really poison? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, and, and it is, it's a paradigm shift for yeah, sure. And so it really is. That's kind of my thinking mm -hmm. has changed a little bit. So I'm going down the, aisle at Bel Air and I'm thinking, okay, that's really just not that healthy for me. No, I, I, I'm kind of extreme. I'm like, that is like poison. I wouldn't, well, so I, would, I, I wouldn't yes. feed, I wouldn't feed people I love poison. You know, why would I feed them this? And so you have, for me, that's, that's, it was really simple, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I, I kind of have this little motto of nothing tastes so good nothing tastes as good as good health health feels this is okay true. so feeling good far outweighed any any flavor or any food that i could possibly eat does that make sense yeah yeah and that's kind of that's sort of how i live my life of just you know i mean it's just food and feeling good and being able to do the things I want to do are so much more important to me. And I can find so many other good tasting foods. And you, know, you brought up um, the whole olive oil thing. Yeah. And honestly, olive oil, I think masks the flavor of a lot of things. This is true. Yes. So and and it's, it's the texture, it's the feeling, the smooth, the kind of my mouth would feel sort of like coated with oil when I'd eat oh, oily stuff and I, okay. I just got to where I just didn't like that. You know, you haven't gotten there yet, I guess. No, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. I mean, it's easy for me to do. Yeah. And I haven't shifted that, but I have. So my husband and I both discovered, cause I haven't liked um, bottled salad dressing for years. Oh, right. Okay. But I would he, agree with that. Yeah. But he likes it. That's how he grew up. Okay. And he started noticing I was using a garlic red wine vinegar. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'll put on my salad. Mm -hmm. 
and it's so yummy. Like I can think about it right now. Yeah. Like, oh my God, that's so, <laughs> it's so, it's really, and um, that's one of the big shifts. So, you know, we're not buying that. It's, and frankly, it's a lot cheaper. For sure. You yeah. know, vinegar is cheaper. It's even though it's a flavored red wine vinegar, um, but it just makes things really and you Tasty. don't need much. Mm-mm. No. I mean, that's no. why I, I use a lot of this plain lemon. Yeah. I like lemon too, yeah. but, or limes, mm-hmm. you know, depending on the season. And I have a lemon tree that I'm so excited that's going to start producing soon. Oh, so you'll be in. in Hopefully. Yeah. Well, yeah. it'll take a while. I just yeah. planted it this year, but I'm like, oh, I hate spending I, For money. some reason, I can't grow lemons. We'll talk about that later. But yeah. Well, so is there anything else you want to add? Or like, um, just, I mean, if you were to give advice to the listeners, I would say uh, be nice to yourself. I would agree with that. I wholeheartedly agree and, and with that. And when, you know, um, you know, just like everything, it's not a race. You're not going to be perfect at it. And I think that was the probably the most freeing thing you said was that, you know, one meal doesn't destroy everything. Mm-mm. And so if I did have my lamb, I could get back on the wagon, you know, so to speak. Well, but or the, just the next meal. That. Yeah, the next meal. The next and, meal is a new opportunity. You know, yeah. There's a lot that you can do. And and already from what you've told me of how you're eating, you've made great strides. Well, I do have my moments. Well, the, and it's a moment. Yeah. But, and, <laughs> and the pad the pattern, right, is yeah. you're eating. You're making so small I changes. Do have one other question. Okay. Because I know we're running. But yeah. like, it's drinks. Like yeah. diet soda and things like that. And every, you know, I definitely drink black coffee. I, I am a coffee drink. I drink a black coffee too. Oh, I yeah. drink more than one. Yeah. But, uh, like in uh, the morning, that's how I start my morning. And I just haven't given that up. Right. I do a, a half calf because I don't need the caffeine, but yeah. No, I couldn't even go there. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need coffee. Okay. Um, but like diet sodas and all of those things, I'm just have. what are your thoughts on all of that? Um, you know, they're chemicals that are in the diet soda. And okay. even though they've done tests on mice and stuff that they don't, you know, I, I, because you used to drink I diet used to, soda. yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I used to drink diet Coke, um, in my early 20, in my twenties and thirties. And, um, you know, I don't know, at some point when I started I, at one point, I just it didn't taste good to me anymore. Yeah, and and now I I can't I have no desire to drink them at all. So um, occasionally I'll do I I kind of like making my I take the bubbly water I like mm-hmm. cal- like the bubbly uh, carbonated water, and I might take a little bit of juice and put okay. that in there and make yeah. my own fizzy type thing. Um, or use maybe in grapefruit juice or something. Just I, and you don't need much. Much no. No, and it just gives just it a curious. little flavor, and that's kind of what I prefer. Um, you know, I, I everyone's got to do their own thing. I was drank some kombucha off, and I was thinking, oh, you know, might oh, be you good know, for uh, you. That's what I discovered, by the way, doing this plant, yeah. plant based thing. Um, I was really sort of timid about, but I really enjoy it. Yeah. And it feels like a big treat. Okay. And that's kind of how I drink it. So it's a treat for me because there's a little sugar in it. And yeah, yeah I mean, you're really strict about uh, all sugar. Huh? Um, well, I'm married to a dentist. <laughs> so it's not just your personal health, it's kind of your dental health for sure. But uh, I, I find that I don't feel good. Okay. I, don't, I find that I don't feel good. But I, I certainly, there's sugar in my diet, of course. It's hard to get it out. We live in the Western world. Right. Yeah. And so, um, but I do keep kind of, I, I don't do sodas. No. The other one was chocolate. You know, it's funny. Um, I'm the wrong person to ask. Cause I'm not a chocolate lover. I know. So that was one of the other things. Yeah. So I found out butter, you know, butter was a no brainer for me. That's so easy to get rid of. I know. Yeah. But I'm just saying those were the ones yeah. that surprised me. Mm-hmm. And then, Everyone, and it's not even a daily thing. I know some people want chocolate on a daily mm-hmm. basis. It was just sort of like, hmm, can't really have milk chocolate. Not milk chocolate, you do dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. Right. Yeah. I mean, because like one of my daughters who's vegan, my daughters are vegan and, and is a chocolate lover, my oldest daughter, Alexis, and she'll have dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. Yeah. She's, a, and it's funny because um, I just, I'm, yeah. I'm, some people either are or they're not. And I don't know what it is, but like my nephew would. 
could care less. Yeah. Well, I think for me as a child, yeah, I had I was told I had eczema, and so that I couldn't have chocolate. They wouldn't let me have it, and so I never de- like got to where I liked it. You know, so it just isn't one of my things. But um, where I crave it, like some women or some yeah. people. No, yeah. it wasn't that. Those were the three things that just surprised me. Mm-hmm. The butter being in my diet as much as it was. Mm-hmm. I think that that was like, wow, we really use a lot of butter in our house. And if you eat out, if yeah. you eat out much, most restaurants use a lot of butter. A lot of butter. Well, yeah. right. Somebody told me that if you eat out, you get more more portion, more butter, and more salt. Yes, it is true. So cooking for yourself, not only is it cheaper, you can control what's in it better for yeah. sure. and. I don't, that's been my other thing. So other people that are tasting my food lately, you know, I definitely need salt, but you know, that's yes, the comment yes. um, because I'm just not salting as much. Yes. Um, so those are interesting things. And I do think at some point, yeah, it'll be easier as time goes by and there'll be more things that I'm just like, I, it's just not something I want. Anymore. Well, and I think sometimes what happens for people is it gets easier because when you eat something that makes you sick, you're like, yeah. and you're right. You're like, I don't want to do that again. No, I don't want to do that again. And so that's key starts happening. You're like, Oh, I want to feel like I felt. And so it's the food choice, cho- making those food choices to make you feel better, become easier. Yeah. Right. I mean, I would say, but. Uh, well, thank you for the inspiration because it does motivate me. And, you know, uh, you did text me every once in a while and you gave me some tidbits so that those were helpful. I never know how much to push my friends, you know. (laughs) So just to give you sort of put you off the hook, um, I didn't feel like it was a push. Okay. It was just information, which I found helpful. Like, you know, like the nutritional yeast who knew that by sprinkling it would feel like a little bit of Parmesan cheese on there. And I, I don't know, there was a couple other things. And, you know, and I was one definitely was asking for, you know, you talk about your lentil loaf. Well, how do you make a lentil loaf? I know. So, Margo, you convinced me I need to do recipes. Yes. And they're going to go on the website that's going okay. up. And it's uh, the website is under construction right now. Okay. My son's working on it. Um, but I am going to put those recipes. And I can tell you, you I think you're going to be disappointed because I don't cook anything hard. No, okay. and, 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 and that's okay. But sometimes you're sitting there going, hmm, how do I put this together? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of, I'm not a baker. I'm okay. not a precision cook. Good, because my recipes aren't precision. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think, that, you know, because I think bakers are very precise. You have to be, to have it turn out. Yes, right. you and, have to be. So I've never baked. Really. Yeah. It's like, that's just not my thing. I want to... I change everything up and I look in the refrigerator and I'm like, okay, what do we have? Well, you're the perfect cook to follow my recipes then because that's kind of how, and I want people to be more intuitive with their cooking to say, look at something and go, Oh, that looks good. Except for, I don't really like that spice. I would substitute this. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then it becomes your own. So that was the other thing I bought barley. Oh, I I love barley. Yes. With mushrooms. Oh, yeah, and I um so that was like I didn't think about that, but I used the Oreo rice for the mm-hmm. risotto that I made. And you and I make it with the vegetable broth. And you know, I'm thinking this winter that's like the perfect you know after work kind of thing because it's oh yeah. It's kind of like it's warm and yeah. And, yeah. And I used to make a barley soup that had leftover beef in it. I used yeah. it, you know, when my kids were small. But I just do it now with the mushrooms. Well, and yeah. you know, and I love carrots and everything. Yes, and they have this great soup. It's really filling and, yeah. You know, and, and ginger. And there's just so many things that you can add in. Yeah. Oh, I love that you're venturing out. Yeah. Well, I kind of always, yeah, I'm a foodie. I'm definitely a foodie and I want to try different things. But, the, yeah. Okay, so weird. wait. So let's leave it with this. So. Even foodies can go plant-based and be happy with it, right? Um, I think so. I think there are things because I did definitely buy a new cookbook Okay. on plant-based diets. Okay. Uh, there's tons of online, online yeah. especially Pinterest. Yeah. You know, some of them you start, and then you start looking 
Some of the vegan stuff's not so good either. Though. No, you got to make sure it's plant-based. Yeah, yeah, because the vegan stuff gets a lot of, that's where you get like artificial stuff. I don't like any of those fake cheeses. No, and you use a lot of uh, coconut oils and mm -hmm. stuff. And I don't know, I'm advocate, a huge advocate of that. So you need to kind of do the plant-based. So I, yeah. that, I like the raw stuff a lot yeah. because that generally is just plant-based. Right. Um. And like my rice, I add a little vegetable broth and it gives it a different flavor. Flavor for sure. Yeah. So uh, that, and my husband likes it better. Okay. Because uh, he was not going to go brown rice at all. Yeah. And, hey, and that's okay. And, but now he, you know, it's like, okay, I'll eat it. But yeah. yeah. And he sounds like that, but he really, I think deep down has desires to eat better. Mm -hmm. Um, But he gets to like... He works 12-hour days. At the end of the day, he's traveling sometimes. Just get me something. No, for sure. That's I mean, that's true for so many people. And so, yeah. you know, he does try to pack um, uh, salads. And the other thing I made for him are spring rolls. Oh, okay. You know, the Vietnamese mm -hmm. rice paper. Mm -hmm. Because you can fill those up with lettuce. And, and veggies. And, and veggies. And, yeah. You know, they are sort of labor intensive because there's a lot of work. Yeah, the prepping everything. The yeah. prepping everything is a little bit, but he really enjoyed that. That was like this, you know, he was very, very happy. With what those. I love those, they're so colorful too. They just they're make you fun. happy to eat them. Yeah. Because you got carrots and <laughs> yeah, yeah. scallions and all kinds yeah. of different things, big pieces of lettuce. And, yeah. You know, and I could make those for myself and then also do um, just do. You know, with for him sometimes some shrimp in there, mm -hmm. but for me nothing. The other one is lettuce wraps without the chicken. Right. Yeah. You know, chestnuts and water chestnuts and mushrooms and onions and whatever else you have diced no, up in for there sure. and celery and it's all crunchy and yummy and you really, if you put a lot of chunky mushrooms in there, you don't notice that you don't have chicken. No, I agree. So I agree. I, I was getting a little creative just trying I love to that. figure out. I love that. So, well, a lot of good tips today. Well, I, this was fun. Yeah, Thank you. I know. Thank you for uh, venturing out to my place to do this. And I wish you well on your uh, plant-based endeavors. Okay. I'm, I will be texting you to check in, see how it's going. Okay. So um, for my listeners, you can see what I'm eating on Instagram at Veghead Speaks. You can not every day is a beautiful meal. Sometimes I'm behind the wheel of my car commuting and I'm eating PB and J. And uh, my website should be up and going in a couple days uh, at VegheadSpeaks.com. Also, you can find me on Instagram, or I said Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at Veghead Speaks as well as LinkedIn. And I'm under Robin uh, Withrow Wong. And that's Facebook as well. You can like me on Facebook. So I'm everywhere. I'm every place you're you... dominating the planet. <laughs> oh, the plant base wants to take over the veg head. So, so thanks again for listening. And I hope you have a good day.